welcome to the Awakening Journey podcast. I'm your host, Trisha Shinko. The Awakening Journey isn't the easiest path of growth to choose, but it can be an exciting one. This is the podcast where I share my insights, all my channelings, my downloads of inspiration that I get from time to time. I also bring on special guests to give a different perspective on things. I don't know exactly where this path is taking me, but that's the fun part. I'm excited to see where this goes. Let's find out together. If you get any value from today's episode and you want to show your support, donations of any amount are welcome. Just click on the donations PayPal link in the show notes. Thank you so much for your love and support. You're listening to the Awakening Journey podcast, and this is episode 57, My UFO Encounters. On today's episode, I'm going to share it all with you. No holding back. My throat chakra has been closed for a little bit now, and I feel that telling these stories are going to help to start opening it up more. So today I'm going to share with you my personal UFO encounters, what I remember them consciously anyway, what I'm allowed to remember. (laughs) And uh, I would love to hear your feedback along with your own experiences if you have any. So let's get right to it. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. How are you guys? Oh, today is going to be an interesting conversation because this is something that I personally have never shared before publicly. So um, we'll see how it goes. Basically, it's like opening the curtain to the world and saying, hey, this is me, you know. And so I'm going to be starting to talk about my experiences with UFOs. Now, to me, at this point in time in my life, really, there's no question if aliens exist. So that's not even a discussion on the table here. What I'm talking about is my experiences with them. So This episode, it came to me when I asked my higher self, I said, hey, you know, like, what is it that needs to come through me on my next podcast episode? Like, what's the topic that people need to hear from me? And this idea came out loud and clear. So I'm going to start first with my first encounter, close encounter, um, from what I remember anyway. So my earliest memory of seeing a UFO was when I was about five years old. Now, I grew up on a family farm, and it was a vegetable farm. We had acres and acres of land. It was a very desolate area, not a lot of neighbors close by, right? Our closest neighbor was probably about two miles down the road, right? So lots of open spaces and um, a lot of nature, beautiful. But this memory, I remember vividly. And it's so clear. It's every time I think of it, I can see it like it's happening right now. So it was early morning before anyone woke up and there was already, the sun was kind of coming out. It was like a snowy day almost, or like foggy, cloudy, but yet it was super bright. And I looked out my window and I saw at the end of the driveway, sitting above a tall pine tree, maybe 20 feet above it, It was a small spaceship. It was a round metal spaceship just hovering there. And I had that inner sense in me that it, like, it was 
something just happened and I just came back, right? But I don't remember literally anything other than this memory, right? This was kind of like the one drip that they allowed me to remember. (laughs) It felt like they just dropped me off and they were just saying goodbye, right? And at this time, I, I, like I said, I don't have any other memories of this encounter, but it, the feeling of this remembering, remembering this, I can't even talk because I'm kind of frazzled, but remembering this, um, it felt like a dream at first, but the more and more I kind of thought about it, I, it was more, it was realized that it was a real encounter and it was just hidden in my subconscious. Now, the thing is the first time I recalled this memory wasn't that long ago. It's not something I've ever remembered throughout my childhood. I didn't remember, like, this is not something that came to me um, throughout my life. This was something I just remembered just a few years ago. And until then, the only UF story that I had, like, the UFO story that I had was from my older sister, Teresa. So she had an experience at the family farm as well. And I'm going to share with you, this is interesting because what I did was I first, I wrote out my first experience of my sister's um, UFO experience, right? I wrote out what I remembered from my memories. So this is my version. And then I got her to write out her version of the story to compare it, to see how memories really remembered things, you know? So this is going to be interesting. So I, at the time, I was about eight years old and my sister is about 16 at the time, right? So what I remembered was I thought she came home late one night, um, night out with her friends and she came rushing into the house in a panic, right? The door was locked and she didn't have a key. So she woke up the whole house in a panic, trying to get in, banging on the door, wake up, wake up. So my mom let her in and then, um, I came to see what was going on because she was so frightened and talking about all she was doing is talking about this light that she was following. And she said it followed her and her friend home that night. And when she parked the car, it stopped over the garden and next to the house. Right. So she said it was shining a beam of light down into the garden and you could hear this um, like woo, woo, woo sound right? Like there was a little humming coming from it. But when we looked back outside to the garden, we didn't see anything. But I remember when I was listening to the story, I was running upstairs to the second floor and it was all dark up there. And there's one big window that faced out over the garden and over the farm, right? You could see all the way to the end. And all I remember is seeing this flash and then it was gone. But it was like, it wasn't a light in the distance. It was like right above us and then poof, it was gone. And that's all I remember. So she, we all went running out to the veranda to, to see if we could still hear it, right? And I, I don't know, if, like at that point, I don't know if the sound that we heard was real or just fabricated from our fears, but we did hear something in the faint distance, right? So I don't know. It was kind of interesting. Maybe this event happened so that we could tell about it or maybe there was something more to it I don't know but it's a fun story to tell that's for sure so that was my version right that's all I remembered from it but this is my sister's version so she said 
she started off by telling me, you know, trying to remember is going to be so hard because it was so long ago. But she's like, I don't remember where they were coming from. But there was this really, really bright light outside in the field in the garden. And it looked like it was shining down in the field. So she says that our our brother and her friend, Nancy, uh, was there. So her, my brother and her friend, they jumped into the car. They went over to the field to investigate the light. And way up in the sky, and it was shining down so that, like, it was kind of blinding them. And then they went outside, went out of the car because they were apparently brave enough to check it out, I guess, or a curiosity. Um, but then they said the closer that they got, it was it was shining, and then suddenly the light, whatever it was, came down towards the field. So there was this light that kind of protruded out and went down. They panicked, so they turned around and ran, ran back to the house, and um, then they saw these multiple lights in the sky. It's, she said it seemed like one light was down on the ground and then the other ones were kind of around it. Um, so when they got closer and bright, every time they got closer, it got brighter. Right. And it was like, it was so bright when they were standing in the field, it lit up the entire farm and the a farm is like 160 acres. Like it's a huge light. Right. So they panicked and they were driving so fast. They went back to the house got out of the car and they said it was right behind them in the bush line and then they came into the house freaking out so this is the part where I remembered right so she said that our mom came um, because she wanted to see what was going on and if we went to the second floor to look out at it it was still there it was like it was like this void of light she said but it was a kind of light shining towards the house and then her our mom got up and showed her when they showed her um they were all freaking out but my mom tried to explain that it away like she was very religious and my parents are Jehovah's witness so they had <laughs> no belief in this whatsoever so my mom's like no 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 that's nothing. It's just, you know, she just tried to make up something, of course, right? Because she can't explain it and she doesn't have an answer for it. Um, but yeah, it, it was basically, we all tried to, you know, figure out what we all saw that night. And she said, you know, how could it possibly light up the whole entire farm? Like how, where would that light come from, right? And she's just trying to convince our mom that it was real, um, and my mom was trying to convince us that it was not real. So, you know, it was kind of that back and forth. Um, but then my sister said the head peeked out of the window a bunch of times. I don't know. I, I'm reading what she wrote me and I'm like, I'm trying to make sense of it. But she said there was a head that poked out of, uh, out of the window and, t- oh, they poked their head out. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not doing a good time reading. Um, but they poked their hat out. They couldn't see anything anymore. And um, after that, it, if we brought it up again, my mom would just get mad. So we never, ever really talked about it ever again. My mom said, oh, it could have been a helicopter or plane or whatever. Um, but that's the thing. My sister said she remembered that whatever it was, it seemed to come down and hover 
over the ground and it was really, really bright. That's all she can remember, right? So that's a pretty cool story. I mean, (laughs) it's something that we've told our friends here and there, the ones that would believe us anyway, right? Like she said the heart, her heart raised just her heart just raced and raced and raced all night and she couldn't sleep at all. And not, I remember none of us actually, I remember I, after that night, um, I had this little blow up alien. You get them from like circuses and stuff. Right. So I named him Bob. So before that he was my best friend. After that, I was so scared of him. (laughs) I I popped him and I threw him away because I was like, I don't know, maybe, you know, in my mind, that called them in. And so anyway, that was one of our encounters. That was a shared experience, which was really cool because then I know for a fact it happened. It wasn't something my imagination was making up. Like we all were there to in, in experience it, right? So there's a lot of speculation about it, obviously. But knowing what I know about UFOs, um, you know, the purpose of that encounter it could have had so many purposes, right? It could have just to been a very innocent thing and help spread the excitement of UFOs are real and these are things that are happening and we don't have to be afraid of them. It's an innocent thing, but it's just something to kind of like spark an interest in you, right? So um, the reason really why I decided to um, share this story with you is because of my most recent experience that I had. Um, it was very, very interesting, very vivid. And so, okay, my most recent experience I had was my daughter, Olivia, she's been going through um, cancer treatment, right? So we were, um, Oh, actually, before I get to that story, sorry, I want to share with you the first story with my daughter, Olivia. There was two of them. (laughs) The first one, sorry, I'm backtracking now. Um, The first one was when I just had her. She was brand new baby and I was up breastfeeding every single night, right, as all new moms are. And um, I remember I was sitting in the rocking chair and I was kind of looking out the window and I saw this star and I f- all I felt at that moment was a calling like from the furthest point of the universe somewhere somewhere deep deep far out right um and then instantly I could feel the fear interrupt my body right it just kind of took over and my immediate thought was no you can't take me right now I'm here with my baby my baby needs me Right? And I'm like, I was very tired in that moment. So I'm like, well, maybe I was dreaming it. Maybe I wasn't. But where that thought came from, I have no idea. But I, all I knew is that I felt like somebody was calling me and saying, hey, we're coming for you. Or, hey, we're going to come pick you up kind of thing. Right? And I'm like, no, not right now. So I fought that inner calling. <laughs> it was... um it was, I was something that I did not want to do, something I did not want to be. I was just like putting up barriers and I didn't know how long they would take me. In my mind, in that moment, I was like, I don't know when I'm going to be back and she needs me and my husband can't take care of her while I'm gone. <laughs> you know, like 
And when in reality, if I did go, I would be put back in the same timeline anyway. So I wouldn't even miss a blip of time. But anyway, it was what I was feeling in that moment, right? So in the end, from what all I consciously remember, nothing came out of that. And all I remember from this encounter was that it it was an experience that really stuck out to me. It was something that nothing physically happened that I can remember, but I, I, I was like having this conversation with these distant people, right? And thinking back now, it, it felt like a kidnapping initially, but it was honestly, I feel it was more of like a welcoming and a hello to, from my star family to Olivia. That was really the, the niche of it, right? Like it was very innocent. Um, and it was at a time that I was very vulnerable and, you know, I didn't actually tell anyone about that story until now, <laughs> which um, I'm very glad that you are the very first to hear it. Um, so, okay, now I'm going to talk about my most recent experience because this one really threw me for a loop. It's crazy. All right, you ready for this next story? Okay, so like I said before, my daughter's going through cancer treatment. So we were in the hospital and... Um, it was the middle of the night and she fell asleep really easily. Like she, she was so used to being in the hospital all the time that she was out cold. And I was the one sitting on the, the parents pull out couch. So beautiful. It's a horrible thing to sleep on. Um, but the, the couch goes up against the window, right? And I love sitting there because I love the downtown lights, right? Cause the hospital's right downtown Winnipeg. And it's beautiful, big windows. So I'm like, eh, it's okay. So this particular night, like I said, she fell asleep really quick. And about two o'clock in the morning, I was kind of in and out of sleep throughout the night, right? I opened my eyes. I kind of looked out. I was looking at the lights. And then all of a sudden, I see this light above, um, I don't know, maybe 10,000 feet in the air, right? Not very high, but it was just kind of hovering there perfect spot for me to see. And at first I thought, okay, it's just the stars helicopter. They're bringing somebody into the hospital or there's an airplane, but then I'm watching this light and it's not moving. It's not going anywhere. It's not getting brighter. It's not getting darker. Like it stayed there for a couple hours and it did not move. And I, all I remember in that moment, I was like, I wasn't even scared at all. I was like looking at the light and I was like, oh, hey guys, how you doing? Right. And I'm just like, whatever. And then I, it kind of perked me up a little, a little bit with excitement. Right. But my logical mind was like, I have a big day tomorrow. I have to get back to sleep. Right. Like we got treatment. We got things we got to get into. I got to get sleep no matter what's going on. I got to f- just leave this for now. Right. So I went back to sleep and then All of a sudden, in my dream, I was on that ship. I was walking down this long, dark hallway, and there was all these Asian businessmen. And all I remember is looking over. I was walking with these two men, and all of a sudden, I look over to this mirror on the wall, and the face I saw was not mine. This face that I saw... At first, I was like, oh, who's that? And then I looked into the eyes, and the eyes looked back at me, and they were mine. Like, that was my soul 
or a portion of my soul, not my soul in this physical body, but it was another part of my oversoul in that body. It was not human whatsoever, but I could feel my soul in this body. And this girl, it was a female and she had black straight hair, um, about shoulder length and her face was round and very pale. It is humanoid, but it, she wasn't like, I could tell that she was alien. Right. And all I remember was waking up feeling so weird. It was just that one fractal in a moment. And it was just like excitement came over me. I'm like, Oh my God, I got to experience going on a ship and being in my other body. Like for me, I instantly knew that this other person that I saw was another version of me living her life on this ship. And seeing her was a part of my own awakening journey to get me to open up more to this type of experience, right? So maybe it was preparing me for some conscious face-to-face encounters in the future. Who knows, right? But it was so cool. And the only person I felt I could tell was my sister-in-law, Tamara. She uh, she was the one that got me into Reiki and she's my spiritual guru in the family. And I was so, I, the next morning, I just like wrote out everything I could possibly remember of all the details of it. And I sent it to her. I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. <laughs> but you know, I feel like these encounters, like not just this one, but all of them, it's really helped me up to open up more to this time in my life so that I can just dive deeper into a different part of my own personal spiritual awakening, right? So it's a crazy thing. And I think we have these things to remind us that we're not just human. We're not just these physical bodies in this suit, you know? I mean, there's so much more out there. And I feel like if you're listening to this episode, you probably have a couple stories of your own, these close encounters, right? So I would love to know, you know, share them with me, email them to me, send them to me. I want to hear them. I want to know, you know, it's it's so cool. I would love to put a combination of all UFO encounter stories in and see, you know, make own podcast about that. But right now I feel that my throat chakra is finally opening up, just sharing this. And it did take me a little bit to get this podcast out there because this is the end of the month of November and I was hoping to get this out early in the month. So I did procrastinate a little bit. I did. <laughs> um, but I'm glad I got it out. So for you, I hope this sparked a little curiosity into your own experiences because I believe you aren't listening to this episode by accident. I believe that you have encounters too. So like I said, share them with me. I would love to know about them. And um, yeah, that's it for me. That's all the stories that I have right now. I'm sure I'm going to have more stories in the years to come. Who knows what's going to bring, but I heard 2024 is the year of disclosure. So um, we'll see what that brings, right? So that's it for me today. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being here. And I look forward to you again on the next episode. Much love. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and letting me be a part of your journey. 
please be sure to click subscribe and leave a review so you can help this podcast grow. If you connected with this message, feel free to share it. I hope that your journey is an exciting one filled with passion and joy from here on out. Much love.